microRNAs, damage levels, and DNA damage response control. An article by Hartwig Visser and Adam Thomas from University of the West of England, Bristol, United Kingdom. Trends in Genetics, 2021. DNA damage-inducible microRNAs are likely to be functional in the DNA damage response. This response can elicit damage resolution and cell survival or apoptosis. The current albiting complete picture suggests that microRNAs can affect cell fate by modulation of key response proteins. But the question is, who is in charge? It is unequivocal that the kinesis, downstream transcription factors and eventual factors of the DNA damage response, DDR, orchestrate an appropriate response to double-strand breaks, DSPs, a type of DNA damage that the cell simply cannot ignore. Their response might well be cell cycle arrest and repair, cell death by apoptosis or premature senescence. What is unclear, though, is how the same proteins elicit such different responses. Presumably, it means that the DDR proteins can be alternatively regulated during situations that call for different responses. What is being referred to here is the level of DNA damage. Once the level of DNA damage becomes too high, it surpasses a hypothesized threshold, saturates repair capabilities and perhaps elicit a stronger DDR to flip the apoptotic switch and execute cell death. We focus on the taxetalangexia mutated ATM as a prime example here. ATM, like ataxetalangexia mutated and red 3 related ATR, is a kinase towards the top of the DDR. The axiom is ATM activates downstream checkpoint kinesis to affect P53 in transcribing pro-repair and arrest genes. However, ATM can also stimulate pro-death signaling, where it activates an alternative kinase called homeodomain interrupting protein kinase 2, HIPK2, which effectively ends in the activation and additional phosphorylation of P53 facilitating a functional shift from a raster P53 to become killer P153, a transcription factor with increased affinity for pro-death genes. How does ATM decide what to do? The idea of this duality in protein function has been noted not just for ATM and P53, but also for proteins throughout the DDR, and it is clear that it's not just a type of modification of these proteins that play a role, it is also the abundance levels. This is where microRNAs enter the picture. They function to regulate proteins, many are DNA-damageable inducible, even in a dose-dependent manner. Perhaps at the same site of repair and based on the current number of DDR proteins that have been shown to be microRNA targets, it would not be surprising if every DDR protein was shown to be a microRNA target. 
of the studies of microRNA function that have been conducted thus far, many rely on methods that experimentally change expression levels of individual microRNAs so that they are vastly overexpressed. Although this may not be physiologically relevant, and these studies are perhaps isolated in their focus on only one microRNA and not the broader network, these studies do very effectively reveal the possible functions of individual microRNAs on the DDR and, importantly, cell fate. For example, microRNA 18A5P levels are decreased upon irradiation of A549 lung cells, and the transfection of microRNA 18A5P was shown to reduce ATM protein level. The authors showed that this increased the sensitivity of cells to radiation, thereby changing the fate of cells towards death. To add to the level of influence microRNAs can have, it's not just the levels of proteins the microRNAs can affect, it is also the post-translational state. microRNA 15B16-2, when overexpressed in human bronchial epithelial cells, increased the levels of phosphorylated ATM. This was shown to be the result of microRNA-mediated inhibition of WIP1. ATM's dephosphorylating enzyme. This cellular effect is a little bit ambiguous in the paper, but at the molecular level, the paper painted a picture of apoptosis because specific biomarkers were also affected. This is just two of a huge number of examples to show the far-reaching influence of microRNAs, suggesting the net effect to be diverse and extending far beyond the direct deregulation of specific protein levels. It is interesting to posit the idea that the microRNAs play a role in fine-tuning the response and direct cell fate by regulating the DDR proteins. We postulate that microRNAs can be resolved into two profiles, pro-repair rest, pro-survival microRNAs, and pro-apoptotic microRNAs, based on experimental observations of cell fate, evidence of over-underexpressed in cancers, and in situ studies that report likely targets of a given microRNA. Some are more easily categorized than others, of course, owing to the weight of evidence that the fact that some have quite a convoluted pathway, affecting proteins higher up the DDR than those that directly affect the downstream pro- and anti-apoptotic effectors of the BCL2 family, for example. We would also posit that, as the need for a certain cellular response changes, the profiles of microRNAs change to affect that. But it raises the question of what is in charge. ATM seems to be firmly in the driving seat with its ability to affect differential P53 phosphorylation, which has a strong mechanistic link to cell fate. In addition to these, there are reports that ATM affects microRNA biogenesis. Furthermore, given that downstream effector proteins of the DDR are transcription factors, it seems logical that microRNAs would be involved. Some microRNAs are intronic, which means the expression is coincidental on their host genes' expression, whereas others have their own promoters, which means they are specifically induced.
But is there another source of microRNA control from a master DDR regulator? To determine this experimentally, one would first need to consider the physiological response of microRNAs to DNA damage, but rather than focus on one microRNA, the entire microRNA transcriptome needs to be analyzed. Current small RNA sequencing approaches would allow such microRNA profiling at low and high doses of DNA damaging agents to ascertain their response of the global microRNA network to low and high damage levels. In a large screen study such as this, it is often the case that the focus would narrow to a small number of influential microRNAs for further mechanistic study. Untangling the perhaps reciprocal nature of microRNAs and DDR regulation would involve concomitant analysis of key DDR enzymes, their levels and key post-translational modifications, and RNA sequencing of possible qPCR strategies to examine microRNA expression profiles. These endpoints would need to be assayed while employing avenues to inhibit key DDR enzymes, pharmacologically or genetically, in the use of microRNA agomers and antagomers. Understanding the regulation of the DDR then grants us the ability to manipulate the DDR in cancer therapy, to make lower chemotherapy doses more toxic, to understand to the role of microRNA dysregulation in oncogenesis, and to develop novel, sensitive, easy to say, early response by markers for assessing the response of genotoxic agents, which has implications in hazard identification and risk assessment. Concluding remarks. The studies of the microRNA-mediated regulation of the DDR and effects on cell fate are numerous. Although only few have been mentioned here, and they depict a conversation that is one way. MicroRNAs influence DDR enzymes, but the reverse is also true. It is the case that microRNAs dictate the pathway of DDR signaling by regulating ATM and other key DDR enzymes to choose an appropriate response. Or, in a positive feedback loop, do they fine-tune and reinforce the pathway that has already been selected by enzymes of the DDR? This is important to consider because damage response dysregulation is a feature of many cancers, and microRNAs could be the fundamental cause of these, or they could be a symptom. Finding the master decision-maker is key. Like most aspects of cell biology, this picture is convoluted, involves an enormous number of molecular characters and is depicted together from isolated conclusions that, particularly microRNA biology, are drawn from experiments that may not represent physiology. However, there might only be because a question such as that proposed here has not been tested with those studies. Thank you for listening to this article. Please follow me on Twitter and feel free to suggest an article that you would like to listen to.